0: And we are coming to you live from the Quick and Loan Studios, the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken and Loan Studios. Get the NCAA music ready, by the way. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quick and Loan Studios. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio, 855 2124 CBS. Got the music ready, Tom? You got it? You talk too quickly into the microphone. Here we go. Hit it. We got a bit in. Vermont, they beat UMBC. They're the champions of the American East at 27 and 6. Vermont going to the NCAA tournament. My Akron zips aren't getting in. I like Chris Holtman. If Ohio State gets in, it's like, okay, fine. I like John Beeline, too. It's a weird thing. Hey, I didn't go to Michigan, or I didn't go to Ohio State, so I can I can like whoever. Let me ask you, boys. Did Iona get in? Be ready to hit the music again. Did Iona get in? Yes, they're in. Did? What, they did? Didn't they start, like, 1-10? Iona... The Gales are in the tournament. Tim e. Kluse used to sweep the floor by himself. He's a self made coach. I love Iona. <laughs> yeah! Iona found a way to get. It. Isn't that amazing? Timmy Kluse, baby. Timmy Kluse. Joe Deloicio still works there, right? That's right. Yeah, he does. He's a Gale through and through. He went there. They were 17 and 15. What did they start? Iona started. This is your home for Iona Gale basketball, CBS Sports Radio, by the way. Hey, you know what, Ken? What? Let me drop some knowledge. Oh, my there. God. They were. Hold on. Well, real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead, Billy. I am an Iona alumni as well. Hit the
1: music again! Hit the music again!
0: I own a Billy Jack went there. Hey, ladies, he's still single, and he is not on Tinder or Bumble. Billy Jack is open for business. Yeah! They won against Albany to start things off. And then they lost to New Mexico and Long Beach State, then Hartford, and then they really went off. The, I mean, look at this. They started 2-9. and nine. They lost to Providence, Ohio, who fired their coach. VCU, they got smoked by Ohio and VCU. 89-65, 88-59. They lost to Columbia, Woo-hoo. Princeton, Yale, Holy Cross. Did you whoop it up for Columbia, Tom? That's right. I was in the garden, go- too. Did you go to Columbia? Yes. Oh, I didn't know this. What? I didn't realize you were that much better than
2: me. Wow. Okay. Evidently not.
0: I'm going to have to put some respect on your name. And then they were 7-15 and on February 8th. They ripped off wins against Niagara, Siena, St. Peter's, Quinnipiac, home of the Bobcats. They should really be called the Poles. Manhattan. Canisius got got. Riders. St. Peter's again. Siena again. Monmouth again. Hit the music. They're going back to the tournament. Da, 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 da. Send it in, Timmy Close. Champions of the man 17 and 15. I have an eye on a shirt. The problem is, it doesn't fit because I'm such a giant fat ass. But my wife wears it because she is pregnant. You don't, let, you don't like to add words to the NCAA theme music on CBS? You don't do that, Tom?
2: I, I love it. Broadcasting them is a different challenge, but you're, you're crushing it. What can I say? I'm
0: trying to do it. Trying to do it, baby. I love adding words to that music, man. Who's your guys' team? So, uh, Billy, Jack, you got to pick Iona, right? got to pick Iona. Let's go Gales, baby. Let's, Let's go. go Gales. Norfolk State and NC Central, they're going for the MEAC
2: right now. Can't sing any songs about the Miak. I don't know much. Uh, who are you picking there, Tom? Come on. I mean, how am I going to go against the show team? It's clearly Iona. Let's do it.
0: Well, We got a three-way race for Iona?
2: Yeah, we're, we're all clearly on we, board. Well,
0: yeah, you got to get Timmy Clouse on by the end of the show. All right. Okay, that's a little bit tough to ask. I'm sorry. Efforting. Uh, don't get Timmy Clouse on by the end. Well, maybe. Can I? If If you get him on, I'll sing the song to him, and I don't sing to other grown men. No, I'm kidding. He's got things he's got to do. We should try if they can get through the first round. We should try to get him on next week.
2: Done. Happy to. Great, dude.
0: You got to think they're probably. Oh, we had we've had him on the Sunday show before. We love Timmy Clouse on this show. They got to be what like a 15 or a 16. I bet.
2: With a 17 and 15 record, you'd have to, yeah, yeah, probably. To
0: but at least I know I'm going to get to see him because they're definitely going to be on an, uh, one of the ones that people want to watch because they're going to be taking on a one seed or a two seed, right? be rooting my ass off for Iona, Iona Gale basketball. 855 212 cbs 855 Who doesn't love the tournament? I mean, come on. It's an American classic here. I do think that some people have been barking up the wrong tree for a martyr. You want to pay the players, go ahead. I just, I've always just given you a warning, though. Because it's not as easy, and some people do, and this can get very political very quickly. Some people think it's just easy. Well, you know, they, they're, they're players. They're working hard. You got to pay them. Give them some money. Well, give them what? Oh, they're all worth the same. No, they're not. Zion Williamson's worth a hell of a lot more to Duke than the sixth man. So Zion Williamson should get more than what their sixth man should get. Zion Williamson should get a hell of a lot more than a lot of guys other than Mike Krzyzewski should get. If we're really being honest about this, which we should be, so if we want to pay the players, I, I just tell people to come up with a realistic, a realistic plan To pay players that one is going to be okay, that is equitable to what the players put, or at least as equitable as it could possibly be. It's still supposed to be some level of amateurism, somewhat like that, okay? Second of all, do it where we can't eliminate sports, where we don't have to eliminate sports. Because that's the thing that people aren't realizing. If you start paying players, I mean real paycheck stuff, you threaten Title IX. You have to try to make things equitable, and those are opportunities, and there will be people sitting there who they watch college football, they watch college basketball, then they watch the NFL, Major League Baseball, and everything else. They're not watching rowing, and I don't know why you would. They're not the Winklevoss twins. They're not watching men's or women's volleyball, nothing against those two sports, but they're not generating the money or the track or anything like that. But you might have somebody who's close to you who might be looking for that opportunity in any one of those other sports. And they can either go the Lori Laughlin route, which I wouldn't necessarily say is a good idea, or they could go and legitimize it. But if that sport isn't available anymore, then you're going to have a problem. And if you start paying players, then you might have to start ripping sports away. Because if now we have a more a larger expenditure than we've ever really had, if you talk one of the greatest expenditures in economics is payroll, or really the greatest expenditure in economics is payroll. And you have to meet a payroll with your players. You're getting rid of, you're getting rid of sports. It's just going to happen. And if higher learning is supposed to be an opportunity, then make it an opportunity. And so, yes, I, I, I have to admit, yeah, there is a problem and it is un- a bit unfair where they have to do this, this, and this, the college kids have to do this, this, and this to remain eligible and then go to school, and then go to practice, and do all the things with practice, and all the travel, and all the stuff. I know it's difficult. But we can also look at it and say, well, there is the value of the free education that's put in there. And if you go continue with the value, I know that Mark Emmert represents something that people hate, and I know he makes an easy punching bag for it, but he's always had a valid point, I have to admit it where you bring up the value of the college education and you bring up the value of the amateurism because you have to protect the other sports. And I think the NCAA, for the most part, is crooked. I think they're silly as hell, and I think they come down on people for silly, silly, silly things. However, they have to do those things and be litigious about it to be able to protect it. So when we have to go both ways, we have to remember we have to keep the opportunities available to certain athletes out there, to certain people out there. Because if you're a good track athlete, If you're a good volleyball player, if you're a good rower, if you're a good rifle person, I know they have that at the University of Akron, they're actually really good at rifle. If you have all those things, this is an opportunity where you can get some of your school paid off where you wouldn't have had an opportunity. And if we look at the the value of a college education and we breathe and believe that their value of the college education is supposed to be paramount no matter what you do, then you can't turn around and tell me that you're okay with everybody going broke because you're going to pay the, pay for those colleges and pay for those athletes. And if you're going to make the case for it, Zion Williamson has got to be the worst case you can make. Talked to Dan Wetzel yesterday, Yahoo Sports. We just had Jerry Palm on. He agreed. You can hear both those interviews, CBS Sports Radio and 92.3thefan.com. We had Dan Wetzel on yesterday, and he made that point. The moment the shoe broke for Zion Williamson, he guaranteed to name his price with Nike. If he becomes any sort of the player that people think he's going to be in the NBA, he names his price with Nike. Nike, quite literally, I mean, they can afford everything because they're Nike, but they don't want to have to try to afford Adidas or Under Armour or some other shoe brand, New Balance, whatever, some other shoe brand coming out. Signing Zion Williamson and the first commercials they do are about shoes breaking, Nike shoes breaking. Coach K gave the quote yesterday. Do we have that quote, by the way, about them sending the Nike shoes and the people coming in? We might not have it. But Coach K spoke yesterday, said that, yeah, when Zion Williamson's shoe broke, Nike sent their very best people, and then they went right over to China. didn't really sound like a good quote. But Nike has to make sure that they have Zion Williamson. He's going to be richer beyond his wildest dreams just from the shoe contract alone. You knew going in that Zion Williamson was going to be rich with the shoe contract alone. He could have picked a lot of other places to go. He picked Duke. Why did he pick Duke? Duke wanted him. He picked Duke. Duke was the place he was going to get the most exposure. People watch Duke regardless. They're a brand. Zion Williamson puts his brand with them. He didn't pick Belmont. He picked Duke. Duke's one of the biggest out there, if not the biggest of the Blue Bloods in college basketball that everybody knows about the brand. He picked them. He could have made money. If you want to talk about making money, he could have played in China, could have played in Europe, could have played in other places, could have tried to go to the G League, waited a year, could have done all those things. Decided to go to Duke and quote unquote play for free. He invested in himself. And for Zion Williamson and some people, and Jerry Palm was as right as he possibly could be. Why am I going to criticize Zion Williamson for doing what he loves? Isn't that what I was supposed to say for Kyler Murray? I thought it was a bad investment for Kyler Murray to go to the NFL. Looks like I'm going to be wrong considering he could go number one overall. But I'm supposed to let Kyler Murray do what he loves. Well, let Zion Williamson do what he loves. He wants to play basketball for quote-unquote free. Then let him play basketball for quote-unquote free. Well, he's been hoodwinked. He's been brainwashed. By what? By Duke? By Duke? He's been brainwashed by college. He's been brainwashed because he had to go and keep himself eligible for one semester, play basketball, a sport he loves, play in front of one of the most crazy crowds in the country, on national television every single day day in one of the most historic arenas in the country, at one of the most historic programs in the country that can guarantee him the spot in the top three in the draft, if not number one overall, and a guarantee, now guaranteed shoe contract with the biggest shoe company in the world. He'd been brainwashed. He was holding a gun to his head. You want to make an argument for this? Make an argument for kid who might go top five who ended up playing at a mid-major school. Go make that argument for John Morant. You might have an argument there. For Zion Williamson, you are barking up the wrong tree. You are making the wrong kid your martyr. 855-212-4CBS. Coming up next, a couple of these changes actually do help baseball. In a 135-140, a shorter calendar, and expand the playoffs. Let's get together, folks, and make baseball great again. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Ken Carman on CBS Sports Radio. Eight five five two one two four CBS eight five five two one two four two two seven. Get the baseball in a minute. Got to get to the phones. Jeff in Pensacola, Florida says athletes shouldn't get paid. Jeff, go ahead. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
1: Um, the reason why I, I I like to see people get an education, and I have a lot of respect for athletes that go to college and play sports because I know that it's very toxic. um it's very hard. You got to get up and go to practice every day then you got to go to class and um i'll be honest the bid 10 said this if we had to pay athletes they would all go all the way down to division three and they also said we would threaten to get rid of the athlete i know that's a long shot and Mm -hmm. it it may never happen and the reason why they created the term student athlete back in the 1900s so then if it went to court they would they would have to be classified as that first and i agree with you um going to probably be great, but I think R.J. going can have a better career um, because he hits the three. Okay, not great, but um, and I just want to say, you know, I'm looking forward to watching baseball this year and um, I'm watching the Gators. That's probably my team. I'm wait a minute, wait a minute, Jeff, a- Jeff, Jeff,
0: Jeff, Jeff. Who's your favorite Jeff. team? Who's your favorite team for the tournament?
1: The Florida Gators. Um, I'm moving in Florida, and I'm watching. You're a Florida right fan. Now. You're a Florida yeah, fan. I'm a, I'm, yeah, and they're I'm a on top of Auburn.
0: Auburn's having a good... All right, Jeff, thank you very much for the call. Uh, Tom, hit the music! Jeff's a Florida Gator fan. He doesn't like that we talk about players getting paid. He values education. Billy Donovan did too. Back when he had Joe, Kim, Noah, and they were beating Greg O'Day, Florida, but they were still overshadowed by Tim Tebow. I should make people have to call up and give me their team and I have to sing about their favorite team every single time. What do you think about that, Tom?
2: Uh, If you'd be willing, I think it would be an interesting show. Did you imagine that? Hey, Ken, my favorite team's Bradley. Go ahead. Damn it. <laughs> uh,
0: Wait a minute. Is Bradley the one that's in the news right now?
2: It is. In oh, Peoria. it might be easy. Yeah. It might be easy to sing about that one right now. You got to give me a tough one. Let me give you some more like uh, Northern Kentucky. Northern Kentucky? <laughs> How about Gardner-Webb? They're in. Gardner-Webb?
0: They got a hyphenated last name, (laughs) and it's a little hard to say.
2: That's difficult. Colgate won the Patriot League. Colgate? They're going to the tournament? They're in. Fire up the music.
0: (laughs) Colgate got in the
2: tournament. First time since 96, Ken.
0: They should be called Toothpaste. I know that's a bad joke, but not one among you out there Doesn't think of the toothpaste when you hear Colgate Clean your mouth out and talk about Colgate with respect Cause they just made the tournament for the first time since 1996,
2: how good was that, huh? That was pretty great. Yeah,
0: kiss my ass. That was really good. That's what that was.
2: I'd do it for a whole show if you were willing. 855
0: 4 CBS. I don't have enough time. We got to make baseball great again. Baseball. I've I've gone after baseball over the last couple of weeks because. I don't think baseball needs defending. I don't think it should need to be defended. And I think that baseball is doing some things wrong in terms of its own promotion. You know, the first thing that got brought up today when the, the charges were, or the investigation of Tyreek Hill was brought up, it wasn't about Tyreek Hill going to prison because if his son, this is his son, correct? Correct. If his son has a broken arm and it was caused by Tyreek Hill He's not playing in the NFL anymore, folks. He's going to prison. But that wasn't the first thing people said. It was, can Tyreek Hill play for my team? If the Chiefs get rid of him, Ken, do you think Team X will pick him up? It's amazing to me. And I know fans don't want to be called dirt bags or scumbags or pieces of you-know-what for being sports fans. They're sports fans, but they are so trained to think in terms of the team, that they don't look at it and go, hey, man, this guy is facing serious prison time if he is found guilty of abusing a child. It doesn't cross our mind. Football, we move right on through it. Basketball, if there's any problem like that, we basically move right on through it. Major League Baseball, where I haven't seen, yeah, you had the Asuna incident, you had a couple of other incidents, of Cuna but, but you also have, for the most part guys that really don't break the law guys that don't have a whole lot of problems they're not in the they're not in those type of police blotters the way guys are in other sports and we are still talking about steroids we are still talking about the steroid era we are still debating whether or not those guys should be in the hall of fame it's been nearly since that era 1997, the 1990s, throughout the early 2000s. Folks, we're going on 20 years that this ghost has been walking around Major League Baseball. Football, Kareem Hunt kicks a woman in a hallway. All right, he's going to be suspended for eight games. All right, so when he comes back to the Browns, let's see what's going to happen. You just move on. Sad. It's true. Talk about guys hitting women. Greg Hart, doesn't matter. You just We move on baseball well you know roger clemens he did steroids and and jose conseco he did steroids basically what they really did is they put a needle in their ass that's all they did well they cheated the game what other guys aren't trying to cheat bill belichick's going to the hall of fame tom brady's going to the hall of fame they're all going we're watching tennessee basketball right now rick barnes is their head coach don't mean to recklessly speculate but uh I didn't think Tennessee was really ripping things down, and Rick Barnes, well, Rick Barnes is Rick Barnes. You can't help but wonder, America, I'm serious. But in baseball, well, you see, Barry Bonds sat on a picnic table once, and he got into an argument with Gene Wojciechowski. So Barry Bonds is a bad dude, man. Okay. So because Barry Bonds is a bad dude, 20 years later, we still have to hold that to the feet of the fire with guys like Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Baseball, I don't they they just don't do themselves a service. Move on. Promote. Promote those guys. Move on. Get over steroids. Stop talking about steroids. But you can't help it with baseball. And they try to fix things for non baseball fans who aren't even going to go to the ballpark to begin with. Well, we're trying to shorten baseball games. Okay. I dig that. You can short it. I don't know if you should really be promoting that you're shorting it so much. I really don't know who's going to go to a – if you don't like baseball, you don't like baseball. Are you really going to go to a baseball game if you're told it's going to be 17 minutes shorter, shorter? I've not been to a professional soccer game. I have nothing against soccer. I've never been to one. I really don't want to go to one. I have a professional MLS team that's not that bad. That's about 90 minutes away from where I live. I could go down there if I want to. Maybe I will to someday. I choose not. If you tell me that it's going to be a shorter amount of time, which soccer games aren't even that long to begin with, it's still not going to make me go. If you don't like baseball, you don't like baseball. And telling people that they're going to be there for a shorter amount of time is not the way to promote your game. It's not something that you're getting through. It's a pastime. You're supposed to enjoy yourself while you're there. Two weeks ago, I said this. The emergency room. At hospitals, promote how short their wait time is. The BMV tells you how short their wait time is. Not professional sports. You got players, promote the players. Bryce Harper, his hair, his beard, his attitude. Promote that guy. Manny Machado, he seems to rub a lot of people the wrong way. Promote that guy. Mike Trout, a lot of people seem to like him, but they can't pick him out of a lineup. Well, Ken, he doesn't really want to talk. He's like the George Harrison from the Beatles. He's the quiet superstar. I don't give a damn. Make him go out there. Someone talk some sense to him and tell him that he's doing it not just for himself, but he's doing it for his game. Make him feel guilty. I don't give a damn. Almost said something else. Get these guys out there. Pro football players wear visors and helmets. You can't see their faces during these games. You know exactly who these guys are. Odell Beckham Jr. walks down the street. Children know who he is. Old people know who he is. Mike Trout walks down the street. He's another guy. Promote your brand. Stop giving me, well, we're going to have a three batter rule. Okay, now I'm going to start watching baseball because now the the pitcher's got to make three batters. Oh, great. Take away from the strategy of the game. That's supposed to be the, one of the fun things about baseball. Great. Got it. You're doing very well. Some of the things that they did were good. Home Run Derby, a million bucks to the winner. I'm in. You're going to get big names. Go. Do that. Mountain visits, I'm in. I hate when you walk out there and do that. Good. Fine. But this other stuff, the three batter rule, the pitch count, all this stuff, the, 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 the pitch clock, great. Yeah, I'm really going to buy tickets now, aren't I? 855 cbs If you're going to come up with a plan, come up with something that's actually going to work, like I did. Shorten the calendar, expand the playoffs. Let's make baseball great again. You're listening to Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Final segment of the day, final segment of the show. Speak now forever hold your peace. 855-212-4227. It's brought to you by Geico. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico, go to geico.com and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on car insurance you can save 16 17% in some cases it's a hell of a lot of money america i mean come on 8552124 cbs i got mul- why do i have multiple people from tennessee asking me to sing about tennessee tom well oh, you They're just ripped that up. music right down billy jack you just ripped down the jerry reed what are you doing
2: baby he's getting prepared for uh
0: yeah, he's getting, that's what he's doing yeah cuz you got you got to get that out of there all right, I'm. I'm they're not going to be original lyrics. I'm telling all you Tennessee fans, okay? All right, well, let's go right to it, David. I'm sorry, but I got to go right to Rocky Top. Gary, hello.
1: Hey, first of all, I am literally eastbound and down on I-80 in Nebraska, heading back towards Tennessee. And, and by the this way, if Tennessee incredible. doesn't win today, damn it, I'm never eating Kentucky Fried Chicken ever again. And, and yeah, you always this may be one line of Rocky Top, but I'm done here. Hey, I just wanted to toss out there that the best way to enjoy March Madness forget the brackets, forget betting, just sit back with a large bowl of popcorn and watch all this incredible desperate action. It's one and done. Everybody is desperate in all these games, except for the ones that are just totally overmatched. But anyways, that's the way I enjoy March Madness. Uh, just sitting there and watch it. Forget the brackets, forget the gambling. And I want to hear a little bit of Rocky Top from you there, buddy. Thank you.
0: All right. Well, I got to do it to the music, so go ahead and hit the music. Wish it I was on, oh. Down in the Tennessee hills Ain't no smoggy smoke on Rocky Top Ain't no telephone bills Once had a girl on Rocky Top Half bear, other half cat She was wild as a mink but sweet as up. I still dream about that. Oh, got it mixed up at the end. Damn it. Damn you, Osborne brothers, throwing me off. Tom, was that okay?
2: Oh, so good. Oh, Damn it.
0: All you Tennessee fans out there, you get Rick Barnes. Just enjoy it now because you know the where Rick Barnes goes, the NCAA is a following. Okay?
2: Uh, Tom, tell me I'm wrong. You're right. <laughs> he does that have is, some good teams, but there is a consequence.
0: That is some reckless speculation, but it's true. Let me get to Zach and Eugene, Oregon. He disagrees with me about baseball. Go
2: ahead, Zach. Hi. Hey. So, I'm not a fan of baseball at all, but honestly, it was always because of how slow-paced it was, and I think if they did shorten the games and made it more fast-paced, more exciting, I would actually – intrigued to go
0: to a game the stars don't get you to the game though I mean if you're still seeing guys that you don't know why are you gonna go to the game
2: I would if they speed up the game and they catch my interest I will start learning the game and they'll start learning the stars hmm. but the stars don't matter if I don't like the game
0: well okay from th- say the game is an average of three minutes three hours and 20 minutes long I can get you to three hours that's still three hours Zach that's gonna that's get not, you to go yeah Exactly.
2: It, I think, it really goes with the pace of the game. If they can speed up the pace, get pitches faster, and I'm not sitting there watching a guy for five minutes doing nothing. It's yeah. just, it's the pace of the game.
0: See, this is where, and I, this is where I still, if you're going to go, you're going to go. But I still have to disagree, Zach. And thank you very much for the call. We had no problems in the '90s. We watched regular season games like we do postseason games. You never hear any of this bitching. And anybody talking about the changes that they need to make in baseball, not that Zach was bitching, but you never hear anybody bitch about how long the games are, during the postseason. Because we watch the games for the exact opposite reason we go after the games during the regular season. Everything's anticipation. Everything's bigger. You had guys who were stars in a major sport who were promoted. You knew who they were. You knew Mo Vaughn. You knew Albert bell. You knew Greg Vaughn. You knew Ken Griffey jr. You knew these guys, Maguire, Sosa bonds, those names, you emulated their stances. You did their home run trots. I came home. I watched the Cubs in the afternoon. I watched the Cleveland Indians in the evening. I had Sosa during the afternoon. And at night I had Albert bell and Manny Ramirez. I mean, I was hooked. Now we don't make a big deal about any of these guys, and then when we do, oh, you know steroids and everything. You think about the horrible things that go on in other sports, and still can go on in baseball. Well, There's still people, but we move right on through them. For some odd reason, we wear it like a backpack in baseball. Steroids, steroids, steroids. Steroid. It's been 20 years for crying out loud. But I came up with a plan. We're trying to make things great again. You shorten the calendar. You expand the playoffs. You make baseball great again. You can try to shorten the games. If you want to shorten the games, go ahead and do it. And they're trying to. Five seconds by an inning. So I guess they're trying to make up about a minute and 20 seconds. But okay, fine. If you're going to do that and promote it, I don't know why you promote it, but go ahead and try to do it. But if you want a real solid chance at jumping back into that mix the way you deserve to be. You still make a ton of money. Good God, you just paid Bryce Harper $330 million for a 13-year contract. It's not like baseball's going anywhere. It's not. It's not hurting for anything. We're still paying out the nose for it through TV contracts. If they can afford that, baseball's not going anywhere. It'll be perfectly fine. But then make it bigger. And then make it even better and make even more money while you do it. Shorten the calendar. I use the Rockies as an example. They play 25 games this year in September. You shorten the calendar. You play doubleheaders on Saturday. May they have four Saturdays. June they have five. July they have four. August they have five. That's 18. You shorten that season by three weeks. If you play doubleheaders on Saturday, I try to do it on Sunday too, but you can. It's a getaway day, and that might be a little bit too much. And I know that you have a player negotiated agreement that has to go with the union, so I'm probably not even talking about right now because you have to get the players to sign on to that sort of thing. It's still going to be difficult to do it. But let's work together, shall we? You take those, and just using one example the Colorado Rockies, 25 games in September. You take that out of there with 18. You have seven games left. You have one extra week left over. You shorten the season by three weeks. You can end earlier. You can start later. If you you end earlier, you don't have to deal with football during the regular season. Go to any one of these places during a football Sunday. Unless unless that team is historically good, it's a morgue. If you start earlier, if you end earlier, you don't have to deal with football. You can end the season September 8th. You get into the postseason. People love postseason baseball. Or you can keep going into the fall, keep at the fall classic, stay in October. You can start April 22nd. It's a later start time. I know that there's a bigger chasm with downtime, which we don't want in America. Maybe this AAF thing will catch on. Not that bad of football. Let's be serious here. But let's just look at what it is. You start three weeks later. You're starting around April 22nd. That's a better chance of better weather, weather in every single place in America. Instead of having to start a game and then wondering whether or not it's going to snow. Like, again, I, I watch the Indians. They're going to be starting in Minnesota, an open-door stadium at the beginning of April. I don't have a lot of faith that that game's going to get played. And so you start out the season. You're already in the hole because you're missing some of the games. So you have this stutter start. It hurts your team. It hurts any sort of a rhythm you can get into. You start camp later. You start the season later. You start April 22nd. It's a nice day outside, or you got a better chance at a nice day outside. It can snow in May in Colorado and Cleveland and Chicago and things like that. Things happen. But you have a better shot at better weather. April 22nd, you can still go into the fall, you still have your fall, you can have your nice fall classic in October, and then you can expand the playoffs. You take every single side, take it from the American League and the National League, you turn it into six teams, one more team. Giving you an example of 2018, Tampa... They would have been in the postseason even though they were seven games back. Seattle was only eight games back. Seattle has a shot. Tampa has a better shot. And Tampa was complaining like crazy that they were that good but still didn't have a shot while the Indians were in a terrible division and were winning less games at one point. In the National League, St. Louis gets in. St. Louis is a great baseball market. That's shooting fish in a barrel. Pittsburgh, they were eight games back. They wouldn't have had a shot. So this one hurts in that in that case if I'm trying to make this example. You have more teams, more big moments. You have the better possibility of more upsets. You have more stories that you can tell, more TV time, more cameras on faces, which makes you help promote more stars. You have more teams in it halfway through the year, which means I can make a palpable argument for my team to stay around, to not sell off their their players, meaning less fire sales, meaning more overall interest. Now if my team's sticking right around it but I don't have faith – I'm not just talking about, well, I know what the Pirates are going to do. They're going to sell things off, so I'm not interested anymore. Guys are trying to hold on to it. There's more interest. If you have a shot at the playoffs, more people are talking about it. More people are wondering whether or not you can get in. And possibly, if you think you got something good, and you're just a little bit away from that sixth spot instead of that fifth spot that could be far away, judging by what happened in the American League last year with Tampa, you could become a buyer. Hold on to stars for longer in the middle in the middle markets. Keep those guys around. Give yourself an opportunity. All you have to do is make the postseason, and then let postseason magic happen. Obviously, this will end up being a pipe dream, and they're not going to do anything I say. But at least it's a plan. It's better than telling you you're not going to be there as long. It's better than telling you that hey, we're going to shorten things up. We're going to put them on a pitch count, and then there's going to be a three batter minimum like their drinks at a club. I think it's better than that. More chances to, to have more stars, more possibilities in the postseason. Who says no? I know the postseason is supposed to be an exclusive thing. I just have never seen anywhere, even in the NBA, where most of the teams don't even deserve to be in the postseason. I've never seen anywhere where expanding the postseason, even a little bit, putting 12 of the 30 teams in there, hurts never have seen it you do that can't say you bring baseball all the way back but you make it really good again big thanks to tom d kevin wall billy jack darwin zook greg everybody did a great job i'll talk to you next week have a wonderful week my friends